Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. Uh, Thank you for listening today. Uh, Last week, we didn't have an episode because we spent a good majority of the week at T4G, Together for the Gospel, the last one in Louisville, Kentucky. So uh, me, Brother William, uh, three other guys from the church, we all loaded up, drove over to Louisville, Spent a good majority of three days together, yes. and and during those three days, we naturally learned some differences between our cultures. We learned some things, some some funny things, yes, that, we some, some things. funny differences, and so we we thought it was time for us to do another uh, light-hearted episode, uh, similar to the Reparation Chicken episode from yes. from last season, and so today we're going to just talk about. Some of these funny differences that we learned uh, over the past week or so um, between the cultures. So, so brother, what was the major difference that you observed? Yes. Uh, so, during our time away. Yeah. So we get there, right? First day we get there. First day we immediately go to the conference. You know, have the conference and spend the first night, right? Yes. Then we get up the next day, and I'm getting ready. Right. It's normal, right? Just getting ready, getting ready for the day. And I get out of the shower to get ready, <laughs> and lo and behold, Kenny has the ironing board set up. Yes. The iron on, and my brother is, like, seriously ironing. It's like surgery, brother. His shirt. I mean, it's it's serious. It's serious. And... I thought I I thought it was kind of strange, you know, and I was like, Kenny iron in his shirt, you know, that's kind of weird, you know, and um, I didn't think that much about it, and then yes. I went down, or at some point I went down to eat to eat yes. my breakfast. Tyrone, who is our other black brother that was with us, right, uh, is talking about the important he. I, I actually, I think I brought it up to him or something. Yes. I was like, why Kenny is ironing his shirt in. In our hotel room, who does that? Right. Why is he? Who cares? It's yes. always it's going to be a bunch of guys, right? You know, no. At least that's what we thought. There wasn't actually. Anyway, yes. so it's it's you know who cares with our what our shirt looks like? If our shirt's wrinkled, but and so I I say that to Tyrone, and he's like, oh yeah, man, you got to get your shirt ironed. Yes. Like my wife, he said one of the last <laughs> things my wife said to me before we left is. Make sure you iron your shirt. Yes. She said that to him. Before, don't be going around wrinkled. Don't go around wrinkled. And I'm yes. like, who in the world does that? And then I had a memory when I was a kid. I went yes. on this dare role model mm, conference. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Dare role model conference in Nashville, yes. Tennessee. Right. And I was there with all these kids from all these other states and I was in a room with all uh, black students. Yes. I don't know how exactly how they decided to match us up, but it was me. They were all friends. I didn't know any of them. And and I remember, think, every morning when we got up for that conference, I mean, there was like, 
it was serious. They were all ironing their clothes. And they were, were wearing like T-shirts. Yes. And they were ironing them. And I was like, why are these guys ironing their T-shirts? Yes. And yet I wasn't bold enough to ask back then. But so but so this time I was like, okay, I'm, I've got to find out what's, what's going on. So Kenny, why... Were you ironing your shirt? Why is that? Why did why was Tyrone ironing his shirt? What is the story behind this cultural difference? So, so here's the thing, man. This is something that is just ingrained into you in the black household. You cannot go around looking any old way. You can't go around with your with your clothes wrinkled. You just can't do that, man. It's just it's not you're not allowed to do this. <laughs> it's just that simple. At a young age, you are taught how to iron because you're uh, okay, not. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. At a young age, like how young are we talking here? I mean, I probably was. When was the first time you used the iron, Kenny? That's what I, I know I know. wasn't. It was before I was, I was a preteen, it feels like. Okay. Yeah. So maybe feels, 10-ish? Yeah, maybe around 10-ish. 11? Like maybe even earlier. Wow. <laughs> Like this is not a game, man. <laughs> this is not. This, this is, is not okay. a game. You you have to make sure your clothes are ironed. You cannot go out of the house wrinkled at all, <laughs> unless maybe you're going outside to play or something. Right. Yeah. But man, you you can't go to school. You can't go to church. You can't go to the store. Clothes all wrinkled and stuff. That's now, that's embarrassing. It? You're shaming the entire family. Okay. okay so that it actually. The reason you would say is because it actually you think it brings shame. Well, I, well, here's the thing, you know, and, and other this, people in the community would be like, "Look at that dude! He didn't even what? iron it. Didn't even iron his shirt." Like, go say we going around shirt wrinkling. I know his mama, <laughs> you know, I know his mama ain't let him go out of the house like with his shirt, right. with his clothes wrinkled like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so is this this expectation that you are supposed to present yourself a certain way, hmm. like you you can't. Just go around looking any old way. I mean, it may even go back to the idea of, you know, you you have to be like three times, four times better than everybody else mm. just because you're black. Right. And so you can't do that if your clothes are wrinkled. The starting lining is not the same. And so you've got to, this you, is a way you to. you got to yeah. elevate. you got to put some creases in some pants, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do surgery on that shirt to be, I mean gotta, it's it's not like yeah I mean it's not like Kenny's just like you know running know. it through real fast you know no my brother is like lining stuff up man serious you got to get that crease in the sleeve in right. the pants you know if it's you know I, I'm not all about I'm not all about putting creases in in blue jeans like don't do that y'all we, no, we need to get over that that's not cool but that's, if you're wearing some slacks or some khakis you got to throw that crease in there man you got to mm. I mean you got to make I'm it a, look nice I'm back in no the day plate. man we used to have starch like it's like this and you, you spray it stuff. on the yeah yeah <laughs> spray it on the yeah. clothes starch I mean, it up you get that crease man it you cut cut yourself on the crease you'd be mm, so yeah. so nice like you couldn't even like do laundry and wash the yes. crease out of the out of the clothes it'd be so nice so but i mean no, like so i around. mean growing up we both grew up at the uh, essentially the same time right yes. the same age <laughs> it was not not i mean I mean, I think my I was, mom, I was my mom and my jeans I mean, they, did a, they did a fine job raising me, right? <laughs> right. I don't want to dis, dis, you know, uh, say bad things about me. But they never said anything to me about ironing clothes. There was no expectation among my friends. Nobody ironed their Man, clothes. We, we did not care. You got your clothes ready the night before. You ironed them jokers if you needed to the night before. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, you made sure if you didn't Dude. have time for anything else. Oh, man. You got time to iron those clothes. I'd be pulling them shirts not. off the floor, throwing it on. Please, man. You, throwing you that on, that. getting to school. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even care if it's just a little wrinkle. Like, like, let's say, you know, you did laundry. You got to hurry up and did it, fold it up, mm-hmm. hung it up, whatever. And, you know, the dryer knocks out a bunch of wrinkles. Sure. Like, no, it needs to be evident that you actually ironed these clothes. Like, it oh, can't just be that's like. A whole, oh, okay. Like, it, has, it needs to be evident. That People you need to look at your shirt and say, yeah, he ironed he it. He ironed that shirt. Because if they look at it and they think he didn't iron it, they're like, come on. Come on, man. He's just being lazy. Like, you you can't just, you know, take it out of the dryer. It doesn't look the same as wow. actually. Because that's how iron, I, that's mostly how I iron, iron on it. Right. <laughs> That is, I mean, that's, no, man, that's. If I can throw it in the dryer and it'll mas- basically do the job, I'm just gonna do that. No, man. I do that now, Kenny. I'm not talking about a kid. Like that's that's totally fine for oh, me. Oh man, that's that's a rule. I, I've abolished wow. that in my house. Like you wow. cannot just throw clothes in the dryer. Come you you got to put some hot iron, some some heat to that, that shirt. Some hot iron heat that to that. That's crazy. So I mean, here's my so here's my question. <laughs> so as you're walking around as a kid and you're seeing all the white, none of the white kids are doing that. See, I'm not even paying attention for So, real. I mean, are you looking at the white kids? You're like, bunch of losers didn't even iron their shirts. I'm not even paying attention. Now, I'm looking at the black kids. Like, you better, you better, like, you got to represent <laughs> the culture here. You cannot go Judging around. the black kids. You don't care yeah. what the white kids are doing. I don't care what doing. they doing, man. You know, they they on their own okay. level. They're wearing sandals in wintertime and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a problem with that. That's right. a problem. So, hey, you know, do what you do. But for us, man, you, you cannot shame the culture by going around with anything wrinkled on your body interesting you cannot do that man it just yeah i was not a, i was around. i was not aware of that cultural difference i like, see you can't you can't go around wrinkled and you can't go around ashy like you got to be lotioned yeah, up. yeah now that i'm aware right. of yeah you know, and, you and you raising you know and raising isaiah raising the boys you know like that's been something yeah. that we've realized okay but those are kind of neck and neck you you can't like <laughs> They're not too far apart as far as the importance. I'm thinking of all the days I've sent Isaiah to school without an iron. You got. I mean, we got to. We're, we're not doing that. That yes. is not happening. Isaiah has to. You so know. I'm. So let me. Ask, so this would be a personal question here. Yes. We'll let you in, listener, to our friendship. When we first met me. Yes. And and was around Isaiah. Were you like, man, William needs to teach that boy how to iron his clothes? Nah, you know, I think. I, think I don't, we've I don't got, think it's as much today. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a generational thing. Okay. Like back in back in my generation, it was like, nah, you you just can't you can't go around looking like that. Yeah, but I mean, the ashiness is still today. You can't go around ashy no matter what. No, no, that's true. That's, as far as yes. the ironing, I don't think this generation irons as much as you know. <laughs> my, my generation. They've been liberated. They've been liberated, liberated from the from the iron. From but hey, you know, Kennedy, you know, my daughter, yes. you know, thirteen years old. She's made to iron every night, and and, she, okay. and we I do an inspection. <laughs> oh my! Because the first time she ironed, it was like nope. <laughs> you inspect her ironing. I inspect her ironing. Like man, wow. you cannot you cannot shave me by going out of this house looking wow. like looking all wrinkled and stuff. That so, is fascinating. Now, this is this is serious, man. This is okay. serious to me, man. We got to right. we got to ingrain it. Got ingrain it into the kids, man. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, you're thinking that Kennedy's going to shame you. So, I mean, how could you not? I mean, you're looking at Isaiah and thinking. <laughs> See, now I am. Br- now I'm going to be looking at him on the Marshall household. <laughs> right. Now I'm going to be looking at him and be like, Isaiah, come on, man. Bringing shame come on, on the come Marshall. Come on over my house. I'm going to show you, you some to, skills. He probably would have. That would need to happen. <laughs> right. 
Because I don't think I know how to iron as good as you, brother. I don't. I don't have the training. Yes, you got to We, we, we can do this. I'm about to YouTube that. Do mouse, it for right? the culture. Okay. Do it for the culture, man. All right. Well, what? Okay. So we've talked about the ironing. Yes. And, and not being wrinkled, which was fascinating. Yes. Right? Uh, what else? What else? Do, what else? What other discussion? The oh, one other thing, and you can you can clue in our list was we talked about seating in the black church. Yes. So so we we were talking about uh, pulpit chairs, but in yes. in the black church they're sometimes referred to as king chairs because you mm. get I mean some of these churches have the most elaborate yes they look uh, like thrones. high back they look yeah. like thrones right mm-hmm. yeah and so we were talking about those things how much we despise them and and how we're going to get rid of some that <laughs> that we have in storage right now yes and so we were talking it. about the seating in in the uh, black church back in our day and back in our day it was the pastors and or the group of pastors who were sitting on the stage in these mm-hmm. these king's chairs and then and really that was for any any pastors in attendance right yeah any pastors any, in attendance anybody, like if anybody. you showed up and you were a pastor in Just the community visiting. You were actually ushered up to you're probably going to have to speak at some point. Yeah, you're going to say something. Yeah, yeah you're, okay. you're not going to show up and and sit in that you know mm-hmm. sit, sit in, in the, the pulpit back. area mm-hmm. and right. not say something. But yeah, okay. all of them are in in this area uh, in front of the choir. Mm-hmm. You know, the choir's behind them. They're all in front of there, looking like kings, basically. Yes. And so you know the pews run left to right, generally side to side. But you, in front of the pews, you had um, other pews that ran front to back, so they're kind of perpendicular. They're counter oh, counter okay. corner to the, the normal pews where the congregation kind of on the sides is, or right whatever. on the sides, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And so on one side you had the deacons of the church. These okay. are the men, the deacons of the church who official deacons, like they're voted in. Official or deacons, just, okay. Yeah. Yes, they're official deacons, um, and so they're sitting on this side of the church. Okay. On the other side you have ushers. You know, they in, in the black church they were dressed in all white, had the white gloves on, right? Yes. Basically held it down. But see, sometimes the mothers of the church were ushers. Okay. The mothers of the churches yes. were ushers. Yes. So, <laughs> and so I called them. <laughs> it, I referred to them as the mother ushers. The mother ushers. The mother ushers yes. are sitting on mm. the on the side opposite of the deacon. Right, mm, and they're dressed yes. in all white and all that, and you got a congregation right there. And so when I say Mother Usher, because technically, you know, we still have teenage boys within us. That's right, and because we're all still teenagers. <laughs> right, we're all. I don't we think anything was, of it, right? I don't think hilarious. anything of it. This is, you know, I'm just referring to the mothers of the church who are ushers. Right, the mother ushers. Right, yes. but. You know, mm. William being a 13-year-old Hey, whoa, 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 you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. You can't just be calling me out. William and Lucas. But no, right. we, that's a little bit more they fair. They really yes. uh, thought that was a funny term. They just take hold of this term. That you was know. a crazy term. I'm and like, man, you slip up on that term and you be in trouble. <laughs> you be in trouble. You be in right? serious trouble. But yes. they, they, they start using this term. <laughs> it's my favorite new term. It's one of my it's favorite, favorite new terms. It's a favorite new term for them, right? So, and so that um, was yes. crazy. Yeah, just crazy just thinking about the scene of the black church and, and uh, how you can use a term and not realize <laughs> yes, <laughs> what, what that, it actually sounds what it like. sounds like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and having two 13-year-old boys take advantage watch of it. it. Watch yes. it, watch it, watch <laughs> it. There's some truth to it. There's some right. truth to it. All right, now, uh, another thing that happened is we got to go to what I consider to be my favorite restaurant 
probably on the planet. William has been talking about this restaurant since we merged. Yes. So like almost three years, I've been hearing about this restaurant called the Irish Rover. The Irish Rover in Louisville. In Louisville. The Irish Irish Rover in Louisville. And so he he's talking about how great the fish and chips are. Yes. And, and uh, shepherd's pie and all mm. this stuff. So I like, you know, I like some fish. So I'm yes. like, we we gotta go when we go to Louisville. Gotta go to the rover. We gotta go to the to the just, rover. Just for context, right? I I went to Southern Seminary, which is in Louisville, and yeah. so while I was there, I mean, I would I would go up occasionally and spend like two weeks. That was part of my classwork. Yeah. Always eat at the rover. Sometimes twice, like multiple wow. times. I'm eating at the rover. Yes. Because it's just this is my favorite, and there's. Really, because there's two dishes that I love: the the fish and chips, yes, which are some of the best I've ever had, and the shepherd's pie, which is what I got this time, which right. is basically just mashed potatoes, and uh, yes, meat and big old bread bowl and incredible, right? So, so that's 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 kind of the context, right? And so when we say Irish Rover, it's just not like you know some Americans, no, 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 pretending you Mm-mm. know just we making actually, some Irish. We actually cuisine. talked to the owner. Yeah, the owner. Yeah. He's a straight up. <laughs> He's from Ireland. He's straight up from Ireland, yes, right? This right. is an, an so. genuine Irish food. And yes. So we go in, you know, sit down, talking. We, you know, Brother Lucas, he's like, hey, order an appetizer. And so I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I haven't had a scotch egg before. And I was like, this sounds like the whitest dish. Which I've never ordered there. Right. This is brand new for all of us. So the only thing I see as the description is, it's a boiled egg that is fried. I'm like, okay, boiled egg fried. I'm going to try it as something new. Maybe they do something special to it, and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. So they bring this thing out, and it's huge. It's like, I'm thinking like it's, it's going like to be like a small. size. Yeah. It is huge. I'm like, what kind of egg is this? And so I bite into this thing. It's not just a boiled egg that's fried. It has mm. sausage yes. around it. It's a whole breakfast. <laughs> it is a whole breakfast. It <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Like, yes. I, it's like, this is not an appetizer. This is a breakfast sandwich, but yes. greater. <laughs> yes. Right. It, yes. It, it, was, it is one of the greatest things I've ever tasted. In mm. my life, see it was, best restaurant I mean, in the world. See, it was top five for real things I mean, I've been e- eating in my life. It is so, it was so mm. amazing. Yes. So, yeah, you know, anybody got a good Scotch egg recipe? You know, send That's it right. in diversity fellowship at gmail.com. And um, we I'm gonna need that and try to uh, recreate what I had at the rover. But another thing about the rover, yeah, this is the cultural difference here. This yes. is the cultural difference here. Is that, you know, William's talking constantly about this fish and chips. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get some fish and chips. They're incredible. They're so good. The fish, as as far as the batter and as far as, like, the the flakiness, and, I mean, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But one thing I noticed was there was absolutely (laughs) no seasoning whatsoever Mm -hmm. (laughs) on this fried fish. And I was like, man, if somebody in somebody black had made this fish with no seasoning, I would crush them. <laughs> I would talk That's about that so bad if it had absolutely no seasoning on this fish. Because the black community expects, we expect all fried se- fish, there has to be. Fried fish, fried chicken, fried pork. I don't care if it's fried. <laughs> it better have right. some sort of seasoning on it. Now, we might add some hot sauce to it later and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they did bring us some tartar sauce, but we still have tartar sauce. But it's like, where's the seasoning? There's zero, zero seasoning. 
And to me, <laughs> like, I've, I get fish and chips. I mean, I look for places that serve fish and yes. chips. I love fish and chips. And so, I, to me, it's incredible because you really taste the batter. You really taste the fish. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm. That's what I want. That's what yes. I, I don't want a bunch of seasoning. Like I want it to taste like. Fit, fried fish. Mm, nah, you, but you, apparently that you better is a have cultural some desire. Sort of, you better have some sort of seasoning on that fish, man, because uh, we're going to have some problems. We're going to have some problems. It's crazy. We haven't even attempted to season the fish. Right. Like, no. We, now, maybe they did. Maybe they like just that. didn't season enough for mm, you. Now, see, you can tell when somebody seasons something because you're going to see some diff- some flakes or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, you don't want to see no flakes or nothing. No, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, fi- it's fried fish. It was it's straight. Just plain. Like, this fish was straight golden brown throughout. You could tell there wasn't any salt or pepper perfection. or seasoning salt perfection. or garlic or anything. Yeah, perfection. Nothing yes. was woven into this bag. <laughs> it was just straight up. See, Better. I think what's happening here is you have this false expectation of seasoning, and it's force it's causing your brain to do something weird, man, so that you don't actually enjoy. I mean, I did, I enjoyed it. It was just like it was different. It was like, okay, was, I guess they don't use it was, seasoning. It's Irish. <laughs> I guess the tartar sauce is supposed to do the work for me or something. <laughs> Which is, it is good. I like good sauces, well, right? See, I, I mean, I, can get, I get the difference. Is that you know, it's kind of like barbecue, like. Or, you know, when you're grilling. Mm-hmm. Like, some people like sauce. Mm-hmm. Like, some people just I want like sauce, the meat yes. mm-hmm. well-seasoned. and No, I want to dip it in something, yeah. You want to dip it in, like, some people want to dip it in something. I'm like, nah, I don't I don't want to dip the barbecue in anything. I just want the meat, but I want it seasoned right. Like, you can't put okay. anything on the grill. <laughs> maybe that's the difference. <laughs> right, maybe that's the difference. But I'm like, man, uh, there is something wrong here. Because me, I go to a barbecue place for the sauce. Yes. Like the meats all I mean not that it's all the same because that's mm-hmm. not true. But like the sauce is king. I I want a really good sauce. Yeah, I just want the meat and want them season it well. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's probably the difference there. So anyway, we did have a fun time at the Irish Rover. Yes. It it you know, it's always it's always scary to say like build up a restaurant cuz you're always like, man, right. what if we go and it's not very good. But It was great. But it was good. It turned it was out great. Recommend it to definitely anybody. A, definitely a different experience. Right? Yes. For, Bring your own hot sauce if you. Oh my it. goodness! All right. <laughs> so one final story we want to tell that we thought was a little bit funny. Um, so at the beginning of the conference every year, I mean, the, I've I've gone, I missed one of one of the yes. T4Gs. So apparently there were nine, and I missed one of them. So I went to eight of them. Wow. Um, and every year, Mark Dever, one of the kind of one of the pastors, the found one of the founders of T4G always gives away a bunch of books. Yes. And he does that by, and you have to remember, there's like 12,000 people there. Right. I think that was the number they said, 12,000. Yes. So that's a, that's a huge room of people. Right. And he's trying to find like oldest pastor, uh, pastor who's been at the same place the longest. There was a yes. guy there that was like 60 years he'd been at the same yeah. position, same right. place. I mean, as an assistant pastor. Yeah, assistant pastor for 60 years. Right. Which was crazy. That is So he, he comes he comes to this one where he's like, newest i guess newest pastor yeah was the thing and he ended up with like 20 guys on the stage right so like Crazy. all these guys had been i mean normally he goes through a whole big long list of stuff and it's yeah. a limit people are sitting down he's eliminating 
Uh, and then he kind of gets to the end, and he's got one or two guys, and they come up on the stage. But, well, for this one, I mean, there were 20 guys that came up on the stage. Right, who had yet to preach their first sermon. They, I mean, that's, that's they how were, new they, they were. They were like pre-pastors. Right. They had already they'd been voted in or agreed yeah. upon, but they hadn't even preached their first sermon. Right. And so he's trying to he's trying to figure out ways to eliminate guys because he yes. he wants to give the books to one guy right and so he's trying to figure out ways to eliminate he, he almost immediately just kind of says to two guys randomly like hey you guys go sit down and then he talks to another guy and he's like oh okay well you've already preached the first sermon some yes. of these guys haven't preached the first sermon so you go sit down and so he's kind of he's kind of working through his eliminated but he realizes it seems like he realizes okay this is going to take forever right to to eliminate all these guys <laughs> it's so Kenny what does he do he gives all the books all the books to one person one guy and this one guy he, I think <laughs> I'm going to leave with grace and say he didn't notice this at the time <laughs> right <laughs> no but no. it was one guy was obviously different than everybody one else one guy was one different one guy was obviously different and he was a black guy he was the only black guy on and the he stage. got some reparation books he got all <laughs> the reparation so I was commentaries thinking, I'm sitting here thinking like I'm just going to walk up on the stage and with my hand down you got to get something <laughs> like, man you got to get something Right? There's not many of us here. That, you like, know, you I can mean, throw out some books for for everybody. Give me my books. Where are the Where is the line for the reparation commentaries? For real, I, Kenny's like, hey, sign me up. Sign, us, sign me up. I'm sign ready me for up Give for some reparation to me. books. Give me my books. Yes. Yes. So we found that to be <laughs> funny. Um, I mean, it was a, a, a weird, awkward position because I was like, how in the world is he, he going to? He was floundering. He was. He was like, I, he. You could tell he didn't know. He's very quick with it, but. It seemed like he had went through. He was just every trying to figure out a way to eliminate, and <laughs> yes. he just picked the one black dude right. and said, "I'm gonna give all the books to you, man." Right. Oh goodness gracious! Yes, that was a lot of fun. It was. We, we enjoyed. It was funny. He enjoyed that with Dever. So, um, all right. So anyway, we 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 want to make uh our reparation chicken. Uh, we want to keep that those stories alive keep yes. those coming have some fun with it so we wanted to do that uh today what what is our we did we did come up with a crazy question though so kenny what is our crazy question for today all right so crazy question is what one thing would you want to change about your entire culture yes <laughs> like so we you know black culture we earn like we used to earn i think mm-hmm. we, we might have lost that through a generation but yes. What one thing would you change about your entire culture? I think I think what I would say, and and hopefully this will work. But um, so like when you think about like black music, yes, you know you think about things. You know, a lot of R&B, people think about hip hop, rap, rap. You know, yes, kind of, kind of this, Jazz, you know, stuff blues. that yes. <laughs> when you think about white music, you think about country. Mm. And yeah. that is not my favorite genre <laughs> of music. <laughs> it just feels a little, just, it's like, I'm like, oh man. There are some great country artists. Yes. I do believe that, right? Um, there are some. I, some. There are. There are there some. Are. And so I appreciate those. But then, but I just don't want that to be our our genre of music. Right. I want a different genre of music. <laughs> and you could say, well, you know, a lot of white guys are rock guys right. or whatever, but like those, some of those other genres are a little bit more diverse. Yes. But when you think about, okay, what's, what's the white music? What, what, what music have white people contributed? It's normally people would say country. country. That yes. is not what I want <laughs> to be our, the particularly thing that's annoying to me is when, 
there are country artists who sing with a twang but don't actually have a twang. Don't have one whatsoever. They're not even from the South. Right. Even, you know, it's obviously a shtick, you know, like they're... Yes. Kind of, that is... Mm, That's yeah, annoying. Don't, don't do that. So, Kenny, for you, what would be the one thing that you want to change about your entire culture? Okay, so... In the year of the Lord, 2022. <laughs> wow, it got serious. There are people who still eat chitlins. Of course they do. And so, you know, I mean, the history of chitlins is, you know, back in the day when we were struggling, you know, Jim Crow, slavery type stuff. You didn't have many options for protein, for meat, all this stuff. So you ate everything right. in the pig, right? All of it. Chitlins are pig intestines. Yes. Like, I know we still got work to do, uh, you know, as far as justice and injustice is concerned. That's true. But we're better off, man. Right. Like, we, just, we, we no longer have to eat chitlins. We just let that go. <laughs> like, let it go. You don't have like, to eat it all. Like, me and my son, we, we, we've priced some things in the store that we can replace chitlins with. Like, you could get, you could get like, a whole bunch of bananas. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> you get a whole bunch of bananas right. for, like, a dollar. Right. Like, eat but bananas. People, I mean, it's a... People enjoy it, Kenny. I mean, people enjoy. Man, you know how much trouble it. Like people got to clean the chitlins. They smell. Uh, it's yeah. the worst yeah, smell. That's not, not cool. In the history it's, it's of smells. Yes. And then you get this big old bucket, and you might get a plateful out of this big old because most of mm. it is. Yes. The result of pig intestines that yes. you got to clean out. Mm. Mm. Yeah. We can. We can end this, y'all. We can do this. When Thanksgiving mm. rolling around, I don't want to come to your house and mm. smell chitlins or see chitlins Thanks. anywhere. Got to elim- eliminate let's, it. Let's get it. Let's get out. it. We can do it this year. This year, we can kill chitlins. <laughs> In the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> like that is... bologna. Let's do hot dogs. We got all types of other stuff. I mean, hot can. dogs, is, there's a little bit of craziness happening know, with hot dogs and bologna. Chitlins is on a whole nother level. It is. I mean, it's there's like... <laughs> S- probably some, you know, intestine type stuff that's making its way into right, bologna right. and and hot dog, which is why some people yes. don't like those. But when you're talking about chitlins, the whole that, that is that, that's what it, it is. That's it. it. Is, yeah, that's what it is. Mm. Oh man, yeah. I made myself sick thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> we need think about scotch eggs. Scotch yes. eggs. Think about scotch. Yes. Eggs and forget. Kenny wants to replace, here we go. Yes, there we go. Replace chitlins with scotch eggs. Cultural appropriation. We've had people (laughs) do that to us. (laughs) We can take the scotch egg and make it ours. the scotch egg and we're making it ours. Yes, that's what we're going to do. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you've uh, been able to laugh with us today. And uh, we will catch up with you next week. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.